0: con radio presented by wizard world radio for geeks
1: hi this is christopher daniel barnes your friendly neighborhood spider-man and you're listening to the canned air podcast Welcome to another episode of Canned Air, a tribute to comics and pop culture right here on Wizard World's Con Radio. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I am Jake Runyon. And joining us today to talk about their comic Souls Eternal, we have Bodan Neswichenny and Roberto Torres. Thanks for being with us, guys. Thank you you so much for having us. Yeah. We have got a great show lined up for you today, and I say that every week, um, but this one definitely trumps all 142 behind it.
0: By a wide margin. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking...
1: Yeah. Tuck we film. haven't even recorded it yet, and I know what's going to be got I got, a, that I got good. a very
0: special feeling about this show. I do. I it's all it's downhill good. from here. <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> so you can go ahead and skip the rest of it. Very me, optimistic
1: I guess. look at things there, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking about Robin Williams in this week's Retro Roundtable. This past weekend or past week, I'm not sure the exact date, but it was a two year anniversary of his death. And. I remember uh, when we found out we were doing the show. I think it was just you and me at the time. I don't think Jeff was here. Yeah, I think it was one of those days off. Yeah, and we were ge- getting ready to do a show with, uh, help me, uh, Boots and Pup. Uh, jo- Johnny Skatis? Yes. And uh, we found out he had died like Just before we started recording Five yeah. seconds before we hit record So in that episode you can just hear us Welcome <laughs> to the show We were all pumped ready to do it Because yeah. it was a great book too And oh, we found that out and it was just like uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, it was heart-wrenching But um, we're going to be Remembering Him Fondly in this week's Retro Roundtable, and then we're going to go around the table talking comics. Uh, Speaking of that same episode with uh, John Yuskata, we were talking about Carl Barks, Mm -hmm. uh, who did the Uncle Scrooge comics. Yep. Found one of those at the Con we were at. That uh, is a Carl Barks one? It is. And so I read that. I'll be talking about that. What about you guys? Anything good? Uh, The DC Universe Rebirth, number one. Ooh, Ooh, there there you go. No meaning to read the Rebirth.
0: Cool. And I've got uh, Court of Owls. Batman oh. New 52 this is stuff. gonna be a
2: good that one I really took me for a ride I, I haven't was, read it please. yet and he's gonna spoil the hell out of it
0: I, I will. I w- I was actually gonna ask like, hey, which, one, which one of you guys have read it so I I will not spoil no, anything I, that's like a third volume isn't it um, i yeah. yeah yeah but you, it's like it's very standalone I
1: think you can mm. pretty much read it on it's own it's cool. I'll forget by the time I get there All right. cool. I remember one. <laughs> I said about this. Just a few of the titles we'll be talking about in the dump bin, and then we're going to turn our full attention over to Bodin and Roberto and talk about Souls Eternal. So let's kick that episode off with this week's Retro Round Table.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, Robin Williams. Um, He's one of those people that when you heard he died, I mean, it just struck a chord with you. Oh, it's like yeah. when Michael Jackson died or. Um, Leonard Nimoy. Or, or more Michael Jackson. Yeah. No,
3: I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe more Leonard
3: Nimoy than Jackson. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, I'm uh, leaning well, in that direction. Well,
1: yeah. I just mean in the aspect where absolutely everybody is affected not just hardcore fans but the world stops on its axis for a few hours there you know to soak it in what's happened it was a household name yeah and yeah you know I, I i don't really get it i don't hit. think
3: there's a person alive that doesn't feel something positive toward that actor oh absolutely. Sure, absolutely. Sure. yeah
1: absolutely yeah. yeah
0: and celebrity deaths like that they they don't usually hit me that hard and it's not because i don't care but because these things are so far removed from me but Robin Williams, I remember, as being one of those things that happened, and it it really, it really did hit me. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. needed time to process it. It was weird. I had never encountered that outside of, like, a death in the family
1: or something like that. It's just, it was real. It was. It's because he was, I mean, you know, obviously one of the best comedians that's ever lived, but at the same time, so diverse. Oh, man. As a dramatic actor. Oh, my God. Such an incredible range. Good hunting. Oh, yeah. I mean, he just, he just is a tearjerker, man, a, when he goes yeah. off on the Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that one.
2: Oh, Get my You've out. never seen Good Will Hunting? No.
1: Wow.
3: That's wow. a crime. You,
1: that doesn't compute. Uh, you might want to wait in the hall. There, man. <laughs> wow. Go watch it. I tell you, go watch it. One of the best movies you'll ever see. Ever. Mm.
0: It's right up there. I watched it at, like, 3 in the morning, I remember. I mm. couldn't sleep. By the way, not a great time to watch, like, a movie with a lot of emotional punch. Yeah. you <laughs> know, the armor is gone, and you're just like, oh,
1: yes. you lose it right there. It's too real. Especially if you have any booze around, too. Oh my, don't even get oh, me started. Man. Just crying into a bottle of <laughs> well, The bottle was empty when I started.
0: <laughs>
1: but, um, you know, not only, you know, as a child, you know... I'm thinking of Jeannie from Aladdin. Just the tip of the iceberg doll, the child voice, you know, uh, acting. He did. uh, Shoot, Mork and Mindy, he's been there since the beginning. Oh, Oh, yeah, Mork and Mindy, yeah. since I was little
0: and watching TV, he was there. It's like several generations have grown up with Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. Experiencing him in one way or another when they're young, continuing to throughout, you know, as they age and in different ways is, I don't
1: know.
0: Yeah. He just seemed
2: like a cultural force. I blame yeah. him for making me ruin my Mego Spider Man suit. Because hmm? and Mindy.
1: <laughs> oh my God, yes, so the, this story was great. <laughs> tell it. The episode,
2: where I think, him and Mindy went to Orc to get married, and he pulled out one of the Orc suits to give to Mindy to wear, and it was just like the size of a Barbie doll clothes. And she's like, Well, how am I going to fit in that? And he's like, It's stretchy. So, of course, I took the Spider Man clothes off my Spider Man Meego. <laughs> Being young and impressionable and tried fitting in that bad boy. And Believe me, it didn't I didn't fit in. <laughs> How far it? did you
1: get? I think my my toes <laughs> fit not into the, the top of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's stuck. Man. Um another great now this was a very science fiction movie, but it was uh you know a dramatic. Are you gonna role. say
3: bicentennial man? Yes. Mm,
1: my god. Uh, I
3: wasn't crazy about it. Not. Really? Oh, I loved it. That was it really <laughs>
1: Oh, man. One of my favorite Robin Williams movies. It was great. It could have been done better. It was entirely too long. I thought he was the strong point in kind of a weak movie. Yeah. Like, he carried things well. Yeah. 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 Um, But I love that movie. I loved it. Just his uh, wanting to be, you know...
2: It took me three times to see that movie. Not because I got disinterested and tired of it or whatever, but something... Maybe someone came over, and I'd right, I'll watch this later. But then I'd always start from the beginning until I finally yeah. made it through. I
1: liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. It's a good one. Um, makes me think of, like, uh, What Dreams May Come. Oh, God. Great, yeah. great movie. Yes.
2: yes. <sighs>
0: yeah. I remember I seeing what that really young, like? and, and it got me kind of obsessed with the concept of, like, what shape the afterlife would take. Yeah. I started mm-hmm. reading, like, the Divine Comedy, and I got, like, really weird into wow, I didn't realize until this moment how
2: much that shaped my interest, just seeing little <laughs> clips of that movie. Huh. Yeah, it's a good one. I haven't seen it no, forever. We rented that at the video store, and I watched that, I don't know how many times until the next day we had to turn it back in. I don't know how many times I watched that. It's a good movie. Yeah, really
1: good. I need to watch it again. It's been too long. But, what was um, it? His wife died, and he ended up... He was, she, like, looking committed to in suicide, the afterlife right. or something, and, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and
0: she was in hell, if I remember right, and he was not... And he had to kind of cross it, or something close to hell,
1: something hellish. Right. Ah, uh, man, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch that again. I don't he went
4: into her artwork because she was an artist. Yeah, she yeah, was, yeah. She was in purgatory. Yeah, she was in purgatory.
2: Yeah. <sighs> I gotta watch this again. Yeah, I just remember seeing yeah. him in the in the art with all the paint. Getting being all mushy and everything in the flowers.
1: See, this is why Robin Williams is fucking fantastic. Look at the <laughs> look at the twinkle in all of our eyes <laughs> yeah. right now as we're sitting here talking about it.
2: That was one.
3: <laughs> soon fantastic. as you said
1: Robin Williams for the topic, of that I was just like, bam! What dreams may come? That's one of them. Yeah, up yep. great one. What about uh, what about you guys? Any that stand out?
3: I've I've got one that's like quintessential uh-huh. Robin Williams. One hour photo. I was yes. you beat me right <laughs> to it. I <laughs> yeah. haven't
2: seen that. Oh, it was you have yeah. never. Oh man, creative. you got be in that one. It's, yeah. Oh my it's so god. Good.
3: I don't so think Grape I've seen him play like, like, creepy. A,
0: he's almost a tragic figure. Like, you you
3: feel yeah, sorry for like him. he's like, and... he's a, uh, an old school, like, photo, uh, in the, uh, like, Publix's, you know, you would go and get like your photos developed. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys. And it's sort of like him watching these people through like these photos and stuff. And it gets really weird and really introspective. It's awesome.
2: They take him in to get him developed and he would look at them and stuff and kind of live through their, yeah. their photos exactly. and stuff and start following
0: yeah. them. There's a terrifying dream sequence, which is really I remember being a, like a like a serious jump scare moment that really caught me off guard that I thought was awesome. And and if I remember right, there was this there's this scene in the movie, where uh, the kid—I think it's the kid from the family he's obsessed with—he comes to Robin Williams' character with a little toy. That's from it's from the- Evangelion, right? Yeah, yeah. It's an Eva. And yeah, totally. someone had told me—I <laughs> can't confirm this. Someone had told me Robin Williams himself suggested that be the toy because he was such a fan of the series. And at one point I really in time, hope that's the case. he was lobbying really, really hard to portray. He wanted to be Gendo in a live action adaptation, which ended up falling through.
1: I'm sorry. I, I've, I got lost. I'm I know. What? I'm sorry. It's
0: a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, Back up. I'm, I'm not an anime fan by any stretch of the imagination. Right, but there's an one season, season, Jesus, series Evangelion. that I really enjoy. Yeah, called Evangelion. And it's, it's really wild. And Robin Williams was evidently a big fan of the series. Really? Yeah. And in one hour photo a uh, kid comes up to him with this toy that's from that series, which is very much like an adult series. And it would be toys in the way we think of them, you know, right. collectible action figures, not something your average eight-year-old would seek out. Right. And uh, someone had told me Williams himself, planned, it was like his personal <laughs> toy, and he, he's like, use this for the scene. Oh, it's cool. It's a great show. He's wow. Like, yeah, and, and he really... He wanted to portray this this character from the series in this live-action adaptation,
1: but huh. it, it didn't see light of day like they never made it.
3: He that would have been amazing. Oh, my God, he'd
0: be
1: perfect for it. Yeah. He definitely, definitely had a nerdy side to him. Oh, I mean, yeah. He loved uh, The Legend of Zelda so yeah. much. What's I mean, he named his name? daughter yeah. Zelda, yeah. Zelda Williams, yeah. Um, Another good one that comes to mind, Jack. Do you guys remember that one? Uh, Jack, do you remember Jack? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was about me, right? <laughs> what a great movie that was. <laughs> Um, I've only seen that once. It was a long time ago. I, I mean, it's a cheesy, you oh, know, sure. uh, '90s movie. But see, I, I love cheesy '90s movies. Uh, that's my bread and butter, right there. We all have our vices. We do. Well, we the whole do. speech
2: at the end is a yeah. heart wrencher, pretty much.
1: Yeah, we put that at the end of the episode before uh, that episode.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah. Another great Tear. one <laughs> is a uh, Dead Poet Society. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, I forgot about that's... that. That's oh, one
4: of my favorite. That's
2: a classic. That's right. a big-time
1: classic. It's been so long, I don't remember anything about it except for, oh, my captain, my captain. Oh, my God. That part <laughs> of captain, man. my guest. yeah. Guess. yeah. yeah. It's
0: one of those movies that's, like, supposed to make you feel free and powerful. Like, Mm. pursue your dreams. But every time I watch it, I'm just like, I could be doing more with my life.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They always told me I couldn't do it, so I said okay. (laughs) This movie makes me feel bad about myself. I know. I can't do it. These guys are doing, becoming imps in stage. (laughs) Like 12, man.
1: Okay. They've already got it figured out. Here's one for you. Or a couple, actually. Jumanji and, like, Night at the Museums. Uh, ah. Yeah, those were and, fun and, movies. You know, I,
0: yeah, and I remember around the time he died, it was always, like, Robin Williams, you know, of Jumanji and Mrs. Doubtfire. It's like, are those the movies we want to remember <gasps> him for? <laughs> so I, I like Jumanji. Well, I used to. I used to Mrs. watch Mrs. Doubtfire. And I
1: used to watch the hell out How of How did I not have this on this list? And you're <laughs> going to sit friends. there and say it's not a great movie? No, I... I
0: Really appreciated it in its time, oh, but it's one of those movies yeah. that hasn't held up for me. No, anymore. it hasn't aged
2: well, but I want to hit Sally Field in that one. Oh, what an ass. <laughs> She's the worst. <laughs>
1: oh, you mean like that? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> With a fist. <laughs> no, 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 not like that. <laughs> oh, God, nobody that's
2: wants a, in this conversation. A, <laughs> uh, Sally Field's looking kind of good.
4: Have none of you guys ever seen Awakenings? I remember that. I, I, I haven't.
3: Yes.
2: What is that? No. Oh man, it's with uh,
4: Robert De Niro.
0: Yeah, and he's uh, he's working. No, wait, on it. Are you thinking
3: about insomnia? No,
0: awakenings. No,
4: that's a- awakenings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and he plays a doctor that treats a group of catatonic patients. Yeah, and there's uh, there's some
0: drug that's yeah. bringing them to to full consciousness, and he has to lobby yeah. hard to get it for them. Yeah, yeah. You Never even heard of that. Wow. Oh, it's worth the watch. Or
4: Moscow on the Hudson. Right. That's the an first old, old one. Saw was I ever Robert De Niro. Moscow on the Hudson, yeah. I was a kid and that was the first movie we ever saw him in, apart from like Mork and Mindy, which is what I grew up watching. Oh them. yeah. Moscow on the Hudson. It was a comedy, but it was it was a great movie. Nanoo yeah.
1: Nanu, na-nu. <laughs>
0: There's there's <laughs> but, a movie I'm trying to remember. Oh, it's killing me. I can't remember the title, but hook? um he plays a what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's the one. Hook, thanks. <laughs> Whatever. Let's not joke movie. about <laughs> Hook. <laughs> that was a fantastic movie. No one's what no one's your... ripping on Hook. Nobody rips Stay them. away from my nineties movies, I, Jake. I wouldn't <laughs> dare trample your dreams. But he was uh he was a radio host.
3: Yeah, yeah. you're thinking of insomnia. Mm,
0: insomnia, that one. was insomnia. Okay.
3: Yeah, thank you. it was Christopher Nolan before he did Batman. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. great. Such a good movie. Man,
4: I thought I thought that was called Light uh, Night Listener, where he's like a radio he's a radio hosting Oh, called I think you're right. I
3: think he was a radio host in Insomnia too, but don't quote Wait, him. isn't Insomnia uh is that the World War Two one? No, insomnia is the one where there's, like, a killer, and Pacino is this detective who doesn't okay, sleep. Okay,
0: the the Night Listener is the movie I'm thinking of, where he pursues oh. the, the woman who has, she's taking care of some boy who was abused when he was young, and he wants yes. to tell a story, but, hmm. yeah. yeah.
1: When I think of Robin Williams on the radio, I think of Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, oh man. Man. Yes. Yes. yeah, so, so good. So many great lines. What a quotable movie. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about he that. He says one too.
0: forgetting all of the things to quote <laughs> all at once. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. The first time he turns
2: uh, the radio on and his first piece that he comes on, Good Morning. And everything yeah. on there was just classic. Right. I don't
1: remember shit about that movie except oh. for Good Morning Vietnam. it to the rewatch. Real I just low part of it. Being in it. Good. Yeah, it, things get rough. Yeah. What else we got? Oh, you know, uh, Man Popeye. of the Year. Oh, Popeye. Oh, oh
2: my God.
1: Popeye. Popeye. Oh, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> uh,
4: he was Popeye. Oh, yes. I oh, vaguely remember
2: that other than seeing him with puffy arms and a pipe. Oh, yeah. you know what? Oh, World's my God. greatest dad. As dead.
4: a kid, I must have watched that movie so many times.
2: I had a hard time adjusting to how he looked because he didn't really look like the cartoon. No. He didn't have the big <laughs> cleft chin and, yeah. But that was, yeah. Who better right. to do it,
0: though? It's, yeah, really. World's Greatest Dad, is that what it was called? His Son
1: <sighs> Accidentally. Oh, don't ruin this one for me because I'm going to okay. watch this okay. yet. All right. Um, I think it's on Netflix. It is. It should still be. It's in. supposed to be like a comedy but heart-wrenching it's, it's at the same super, time. super, dark. At I want to watch it. It's it's great. I'm going to watch well it. Well worth the watch. i heard of that one. Oh, check right. it out. It was do like, yourself a It may have been released after he was uh, already gone, I think.
3: Have you guys seen Man of the Year? Anyone? I don't no. think I have. Mm-mm. He basically plays like a Jon Stewart-esque character who ends up like running for president and getting very far, kind of like a reverse Donald Trump, if you will. Huh. Man of the Year blank. is awesome. Uh, Christopher Walken's <laughs> in it too.
1: Oh boy, now you can't <laughs> go wrong with Robin Williams and Christopher yeah, Walken. Really. You can't can beat moving. the Walken. Come on.
3: And uh, Lewis Black has oh, a place on the channel, too, if you're into the Holy Trinity. You have sold <laughs> <Yeah>. me, yes. <laughs> it's quintessential Robin Williams viewing, if you guys have Oh seen my it.
1: God, I love Lewis Black. That dude is so He's freaking funny. But yeah. that's almost.
3: Yes, awesome.
2: I have to have Lewis Black in a political type comedy movie. Oh, yeah. So, do you want yeah. it to be good? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you <better bring> <laughs> go on to one of those classic rants. <laughs> Man.
0: Any he's other gonna have, he must have such horrid arthritis from those hand gestures. <laughs> when he's off the yeah. stage, his hands must just be Calcium Claws. <laughs> just puts them in bats
1: of ice. <laughs> oh, we were talking off air about uh, making up a Pokemon. that, yeah, that's that calcium, calcium Claws. claws. That's, that'd be his
0: name. So we've got Dreadburp, Calcium Claw, the list expands.
1: bug. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's stupid. I'm not even going to say it. Okay. We'll just move on. I like it, though. Yeah, we'll yeah, stick we'll, with it. We'll keep it. All right, and on that uh, note, I think we'll just <laughs> end this little segment here. That was um, fun talking about him. And, uh, again, we just scraped the surface, I'm sure. Another year we'll come back It's and talk almost about hard it to talk
0: about because everyone's, like, on the same level. The Everybody Fisher loves yeah. him.
2: You know? The Fisher King. Sure. That was another good one.
1: I don't know that one. Haven't yeah, that that was, was a great real- movie. Jeff Bridges oh. in it. <gasps> oh, yeah. Jake, have you ever seen Mrs. Doubtfire? No, never heard of it. (laughs) It sounds
0: like it's about a woman. Why would Robin Williams be?
1: Piss off, Lou. Remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, with that behind us, let's just dive right into the comic dump Ben. I went first last week, so who's going first this week is what I want to know. I'll go first. He'll go first. Jack will go first. Okay. Jack,
2: take it away. So I opened up Comixology this past week and was going to dive into the Flash Rebirth, but it told me, Do you want to go to the, the DC Universe Rebirth number one first? So of course I went and did it. But then when I opened up that one, it said, read, uh... The Avengers number fifty and or not Avengers the Justice I was League. Say what the <laughs> <fuck's> going on <laughs> Whoa, here? We're Justice League number fifty and Superman like number fifty two and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I went ahead and started reading it. It's basically all about uh, Wally West, Kid Flash. Hmm. The whole story. He's stuck in the time force trying to get out. And in the beginning, he he comes out kind of like in Batman versus Superman when the Flash pops in on Bruce sitting in front of his computer. Right. He does that kind of thing. He's like, Bruce, you need to remember. You need to remember. You need to go read the uh, the note that your dad left you. And then he gets sucked back into the past, or back into the time force. Meanwhile, the whole time, he's just remembering his whole life, how he got his powers, how he met Barry Allen, the original Flash, how he taught him to be the Flash. Then when Barry disappeared, or he died, saving the world. And then when he came back and when he started... Uh, went back in time to save his mom and did the Flashpoint Paradox thing. Ended up... The Flash ended up going back and fixing that problem, but ever since that happened, something has been weird with everybody. A lot of people don't remember certain things, or they're forgetting certain parts of what happened in the past. Hmm. And yeah, the whole time... (laughs) The whole time he's just sitting there remembering everything, going back, talking with... or talking about the the Green Arrow, and he's not following. He's not in love with Black Canary anymore. They're just kind of there with each other. Superman apparently has died. Oh, really? But dead as a doornail. Mm-hmm. But Clark is actually somewhere else living with Lois, and they have a kid.
3: Do you know what that is? No, that I don't because Super- I, I haven't read can any I, of those. Can I? Can I spoil it for you? Yeah, go ahead. Let's shed some it's light. It's pre New Fifty Two Superman, and that's pre New Fifty Two Lois.
2: OK, that's what and I was wondering
3: and living and hiding the entire time. And now that like Clark's gone, he's like stepping up to the plate, essentially.
2: That's T-shirt and jeans, Superman. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> working on the firebird. But it's crazy because
2: towards <laughs> the end, uh, Wally can't get out. of. The, he needs he needs to find someone that he cares about. His one girlfriend, I can't remember her name. Uh, Linda. Yeah, Linda. All the speedsters have someone that they love that can pull them out of the speed force, that they can find their way out. He ends up finding her, and she doesn't remember who he was. So he ends up getting sucked back in, and he's starting to come to terms that he's just going to go to the speed force and die. And then all of a sudden, he runs into Barry Allen, the Flash, which remembers him, pulls him out of the speed force, and he starts talking to Barry Allen, you know, this is what's going on. There's this whole new power that's stronger than Dark Side. We need to find out what's going on. Meanwhile, while he's talking to Barry about this, Batman's in the Batcave. He goes and finds his dad's letter, reads it, sees something twinkling in the Batcave, takes a pick and starts <laughs> chipping at the wall. And what falls out? The button from the Watchman. What? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, what? what the hell?
0: You can't mix the... I don't...
2: But they're wow. like, yeah, this this new I power is stronger than this. than Dark Side. Um, they've been watching us for the whole time, and then it shows Batman find that button, and then at the very end, it. I, I'm guessing it's Mars. It zooms in on Mars. There's a watch on the ground. It ends up coming apart while somebody's talking to someone, and one of the person's name was uh, Adrian. I oh think. Christ! So Adrian White. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> And then it goes
1: back together.
2: And then, yeah, that was, I think that's about where it ended.
1: Ooh. A watch on Mars that's coming undone and putting itself back together. That's got to be Dr. Manhattan, right? Mm hmm. That's, that's all I could think so of. So they're, I'm confused. As,
2: like, it was freaking good. I, you should get So are these
1: universes <laughs> officially melded then? What the hell? I mean, I have no yeah, idea.
3: Yeah, it seems to be what they're doing yep. with it. That's wild. Oh. it's so audacious that I'm I'm in. Like I don't care. Same
2: here, yeah. Well, I was like, those... well, I'm going to gotta DC and see how it
1: plays out. Yeah. Yep. Jesus. Batman and Rorschach going toe to toe.
0: Both men who have stared into the abyss and walked yeah. away very different.
1: Man, that sounds awesome. Yeah. It was like 98 I didn't know pages. That. it was a big book too. Damn. And, and I, I was, was looking flying around.
2: through because I just, I couldn't stop, man. I just kept going and going and going. That sounds good. Yep. That is insane. And that's just not the the very first rebirth Yeah, DC book. Universe rebirth number 1. Huh. I
1: might have to get that. Yep. Very cool. Awesome. Alrighty, Uh Jake, you want to Yeah, go yeah with
0: mine's going to be fairly short cuz I don't want to spoil anything. Just mm-hmm. kind of broad strokes, but um Sure. I've been reading uh I guess it would be New 52 Batman, not Rebirth Batman. Yeah, New 52 yeah. Batman, Court of Owls, this arc that I think Uh, I got it in two books. I don't know how many issues were sort of condensed. That
3: sounds about the whole thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I guess it's across
0: two books. And it concerns um, this—I guess it's sort of an urban myth in Gotham, that behind the scenes, everything is run by this shadowy cabal of aristocrats, you know, wealthy titans of industry, all the well-to-do. And they're in this organization called the Court of Owls, which guides— Gotham, specifically Gotham, I guess, toward whatever end suits them best, and people who resist, they have assassinated, and no one's ever found them, no one can resist them, they are this all-powerful Omnipotent dark force. Isn't like a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. There's there's this whole rhyme about you know, which I forgot forgot to commit it to memory before. (laughs) But but there's a whole rhyme about you know, if you act up, the Court of Owls will have you put down. That's just what they do. If you if you don't jive with their plans, whether you know it or not, you'll be killed. And they employ some assassin called the Talon. And Batman does not believe it because he said uh, he suspected the um, the meddling of the Court of Owls in his parents' death. And it was his first case, he says, as a young boy. He pulled out all the stops looking for these people. He he made connections, serious connections, between events and the night his parents were killed and what happened and who was involved and what money changed hands. And it led him to this old mansion, which he suspected was the meeting place for the court, but it was empty. And from that moment on, he decided, no, they can't be real. I've done everything I could. And suddenly there are these killings, seemingly unconnected people being murdered with these like antique throwing knives, you know, very precise, surgical, like, like this is going to sound stupid, but like Batman level killings, you know, like <laughs> decades of training. Batman like, right? kill. Oh, well, I know. That <laughs> sounds stupid. But, um, but, uh, and, and people are saying, it's the Court of Owls, Court of Owls, you know, and, and, and I forget how he receives it. Batman receives some tip that the Court of Owls is after him now. He's been marked for death. And he's like, okay, well, that's not going to change my schedule any, mm-hmm. because the Court of Owls is not real. Right. And um, he embarks on this. He, he drives himself mad trying to find them, and uh, eventually encounters what he believes to be, and, and to move any further would kind of spoil it. Sure. A lot of interesting characters end up not being who they are, but uh, great story. The Talon.
2: The Talon. He was cool. Oh, my God. Wasn't he? That's so cool. Basically, so the story cool. from uh, the
1: Batman vs. Robin DC's movie. Yeah, more or less,
2: yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: they lifted it for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But the, uh, I'll be one of those snobs. The book's way better. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and, uh, did, did you guys ever see, um, Crisis on Two Earths, the animated? That was oh, great. It was oh, really so good. So, so good. Yeah. And the, um, was the other universe's analog of Batman. Oh, Owlman? Owlman, yeah. yeah James Woods did the Boy, they oh, always perfect. And, uh, Owlman is, is kind of a figure alluded to. It's hard to explain. It's like a reinvention of that Owlman character. Really? So, yeah, it's. Oh, awesome
2: stuff. I want to see that. Because Owlman went to go take over the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the world. Yeah, that's right. Because
0: it was the only thing anyone could ever do that would have any meaning. <laughs> it's the most horrifying <laughs> logic.
2: <laughs> oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, great so, stuff. What was that called again? Court it? of Owls. Court of Owls. And then City of Owls.
1: City of Owls. One. Good yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Quick saved the day at the end dude. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Bodan or Roberto, would either of you like to go next?
4: Rob, after you, my friend. Oh, I'm not reading anything as prolific. Um, I've been delving into some comics written by uh, a couple of indie people that I met at uh, Megacon. Uh, You remember I showed you the book, The Band, or Band, the comic? Yeah, the art looked really good in that one. It's right up my alley, because the art's very, like, uh, cartoony and animated and expressive, and I've been reading the book, and it's basically just a story about a band going through a kind of going through meltdowns and then reforming and all the drama that happens in between. I mean, it's not superhero related or anything, but it caught me off guard how interested I became in the characters and, and the lives of these, um, these characters in the book. It's called the band comic.
1: So, I mean, uh, it's it's like a real, there's no fantasy, fantasy aspect. This is all stuff that could have actually like transpired.
4: Oh yeah, it's it's more like uh, it's, it's it's yeah it's there's no fantasy to it or anything like that. It's just a comedic type uh, slice of life type comic, but it's really well done. The art is right up my alley, and that's really what caught my attention. Sure, the way he draws his characters and the expressiveness uh, of the characters, you know, it's it's really great. It's really great. You can find him on, on Facebook, Band Comic. It's it's really really great.
1: I'll have to look into that. I've, uh, I've, uh, the only comic books I can think of that have dealt with bands, one were, uh, was a, was a Spider Gwen. She, didn't she have like, she was a, in a band, yeah. Right. And then at a uh, Space the Mary Con, Mary Jane's. The Mary Jane's, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> <A punk band>.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Ironic. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> you, you had
0: that Johnny Cash comic.
1: Oh, yeah. The that Johnny Cash cool. comic. That was really good. But, uh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Thank you. Um, but the Philip, what was it, the Philip Fox Band? Uh, it's a like a bluegrass kind of rock country-ish band that travels around here. But uh, there was a comic featuring them at the huh. convention, and they sought out a comic artist, and they're like, we want to have comics like Kiss had comics, make us <laughs> heroes and put us in comics, and that's what they did. But, yeah, this would be really cool to see. I'd like to see... Uh, you know take the fantasy away uh, like you're saying a slice of life that sounds cool we need to yeah because the day.
4: lead singer has like a the lead singer has like this 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 problem with like a substance and oh, i see it's all it all it all started it all started with like the girlfriend that was also kind of like a yoko figure in the band ah. and she takes off and he's going like on a downward spiral and and the band is following him down but it's really great. It's a great book. It's funny, though. It, it I mean, it sounds like it's going to be like a depressing, like jaunt to, to these people's eyes, but it's not. It's actually, it's actually done in a very funny uh, way. So it's, it's great. It's a great book. It's a great. Want
1: we'll to check that out? It sounds awesome. The band, right? Or just band? Yeah,
4: I think it's, I think, I think it's just called Band. 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 Yeah. Okay. And on Facebook, he, I think they're listed as Band Comic, and that's it.
1: Okay. Cool. Very cool.
3: All right, Uh, Bodan, what about you? Well, I can give you two ongoing things I've been reading that have been really good. Uh, We talked about Rebirth. Mm -hmm. Um, The Superman book, just Superman, has been one of the best Superman books I've read in probably the past five years besides American Alien by uh, Max Landis. This new Superman book, the creative team, I think it's Peter Tomasi and Gleason forgetting the guy's first name they did the batman and robin run
1: oh, for a couple okay. years the damian and wayne batman and robin yeah the
3: damian wayne yeah batman that runs. was good yeah and like i said with rebirth a little bit of a spoiler the new 52 superman is back and he has a kid who's like i think like 10 or 11 and it's about him and lois them starting their lives and him assuming picking up the torch from what the new 52 Superman started and adjusting to their life in this world and everything. And it's, it's great. Like I, I didn't think I could care about a main Superman book.
1: That's always exciting to latch onto something like that. I um, yeah. kind of went through a phase with DC because whenever you go up to the wall, you know, if you're wanting to explore, you don't, you never know where to <laughs> truly land. I've learned that with Batman, you want to look for Zack Snyder. His exactly. name. Um, But before that No, Scott Snyder, you think, right? Oh, Scott Snyder, damn Nobody likes Zach right now (laughs) Sorry (laughs) You know who the hell I meant
0: Yes I just nodded and smiled at you Those those Snyders
1: and their uh, Batman creations and whatnot But anyway, before I knew that I mean, the whole top row of the DC wall was just, you know, like Batman Batman and Robin Batman Incorporated. Batman, Robin and Robin. <laughs> yeah. Three Robins and a Batman. Batman hangs your mother's drapes. <laughs> Batman does, you know, I don't, which one do you get? Batman, except he's overweight now. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, once you find that one to latch on to, uh, it's a lot of fun. It, make, it gives that you a good fuel. feeling like I found um, one finally. <laughs> Very cool. Superman.
3: Yeah. All Superman. Right. I cannot recommend that book enough.
1: Another, we will check out. It's look so much one, fun I'm to sure do that. these shows and then just go down the street and look <laughs> yeah. for them. Like, I don't remember who it was a few weeks ago talking about Hellboy in Hell, the last issue. I went and got that. Oh, man, it was good. That one,
0: I let it slip again. Did you? I, I was really intent on reading that one. Yeah. And like Chapel of Moloch and all that. Yeah. I really wanted to get into and
1: You can look it at it. It's uh, stupiding. Oh, man, look at you pulling up pictures of God, Batman I'm over so there. So crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Very cool. Okay, my pick this week. Like I said earlier, um, when like, originally with the episode we were talking about when we were so downtrodden from Robin Williams having died, we talked with uh, John Euskatus, who in the comic Dump Bin, did we have it called that at the time? Or we just, Let's talk about comics. Yeah, we just talked about <laughs> it. Uh, whatever it was called at the time He talked about Carl Barks' Uncle Scrooge He had just picked up a book and gone on and on and on About how good it was I've got very fond memories of DuckTales I'm sure everyone here probably has mm, the sure. same uh, sure. yeah You know, I mean How do you explain it? It was just so much freaking <laughs> fun to watch DuckTales And it still is, if you ask me So uh, he said, you know There's so many Uncle Scrooge comics out there I mean, there's still a series going on IDW Really? To this yeah. day, yeah. Oh, wow. Um but I wanted to find they're
4: the- relaunching the cartoon too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Are they really? They are. Yeah. Ducktails? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And mm, they're uh, putting why? they're putting Donald in it. He's gonna be in it too. Yeah. Just like the old comics. Well, now they're gonna have to call it Too Many Duck's Tales. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are overloading
1: the Which Ducktail do I follow Don'to Gizma <laughs> duck in there, yeah. yeah.
4: Howard the hey, Duck. I, I can't duck wait to see Duckwing Duck again. Yeah.
1: Oh, do you think they'll bring him back? That'd be awesome. <laughs> she Oh yeah. Yeah, but it'll probably be like all these other shows like when they redid Looney Tunes, redid Powerpuff right. Girls. It's probably going to be dog crap well, on they a stick. Looney no. Tunes
0: back. It was weird. It was like really dry and sitcom you know, like, Yeah. Who decided? Yeah. No like one wants it to see, or, you know, Bugs Bunny's three bedroom, two bath townhouse. It's like, yeah. it was so pedestrian. It's like, why isn't that he
1: fighting bulls in Spain, a hole and going into space? In the ground. <laughs> that He could fit so many things yeah, into and out means. of. What? Put his finger in and drag around <laughs> <Yeah>. the ground. <laughs> why is he buying real estate? He's it got this a, figured out. Well, it was a whole mystery. It kept you intrigued. Like, Man, <laughs> I wonder what the hell it looks like down in there, you know, but you never got to see.
3: Beep, whoop.
1: The hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, this, this was a lot of fun This one is called uh, Hall of the Mermaid Queen And let me see if I can find a year on this 1967 So, oh Ooh, yeah. wow, this is, uh, this is him But anyway This comic opens up with uh, Donald, Uncle Scrooge And the three nephews walking into the money bin To see it all Like in a big twister tornado being siphoned out The bottom <laughs> of the money bin Like there's a hole in the bottom And, of course, Scrooge goes all crazy. My money, my money. So him and Donald, without hesitation, without thinking about risk to their uh, personal well-being, just dive in this hole head first. And it goes way, (laughs) way, 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 way way down until they're actually uh, touching water. So I'm guessing Duckburg is like on somewhat of like a peninsula or something like a... (laughs) I don't know, because this hole goes straight down then takes a sharp curve and is out to the ocean.
0: You see, there's a fan theory that this is the lost city of
1: Atlantis. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Here we go.
0: (laughs) Pre-disaster.
1: So, uh, they determine that it's gone down this hole and has emptied into the ocean, is now settled on the ocean bed. So, uh, (laughs) Scrooge gets these scientists to invent this pill, one, very much like Futurama that you can swallow, and uh, will equalize the pressure in your body so you don't get crushed by the ocean's weight when you you know scuba dive down. A pretty
0: high concept for a duck for nineteen sixty
1: seven yeah. DuckTales, yeah, right. Wow. Listen to this. This is like some Mission Impossible shit right here. <laughs> Instead of having a scuba tank on their back, what they have are these clear see through mesh things that you just put over your face and it just si- siphons oxygen. It's like Saran Wrap. Yeah, yeah. You remember on. Um, <laughs> Mission Impossible, the first movie, like when he just put that like thin film over his face, this and it would make like him look some like kind somebody of else. Yeah, exactly. Huh. It's like these ducks got some high
0: texture. Yeah, well, I guess when you've got. Uh all of that money. I was gonna make a joke about the amount
1: of money, but it's just, its too much. It's not. Even yeah, money. yeah. It isn't gonna be funny, it's Jake. You, can't, you f- can't guess that amount. Just wanted to <laughs> cut my losses. So anyway, they go out to—they uh, go out to sea and they start diving down and they find it and they have this big hose that they're vacuuming up all the <laughs> coins with. And out of nowhere, Daisy, Donald's girlfriend, Daisy, comes running on the boat and says, "I was at home and had a dream. I was so." so freaking worried. It was a dream about Donald and uh, going underwater and meeting mermaids. And they're like, oh, we haven't seen any mermaids. And Donald kind of off in the corner rubbing his hands together goes, yeah, not yet anyway. <laughs> and she goes, that's what the dream was about. You uh, flirting around with mermaids. She starts beating them around with his with her purse. <laughs> and it's unbelievable the insecurities that uh, Daisy Duck carries with her throughout <laughs> this issue. Because at one point they're down there so long, she gets so worried not about Well, I mean, I guess she is worried about if he's still alive or not, but the forefront of her mind is he's down there banging mermaids. (laughs) So how will a duck and a mermaid do this? I don't know. But anyway, she goes down after, and they find out that a majority of this money has been taken by these mer people who don't really know what it is. They're just using it to, like, uh, put together, kind of like chainmail, I guess, and wear it like uh, cloth, like clothing. Like it looks really cool and armor and stuff. But anyway, eventually, you know, they defeat them. They get their money back. Happy ending. Everyone back to Duckburg with their trillions and trillions of dollars. Um, nothing super fantastic about this book. I mean, I, I guess I had very high expectations to build up <laughs> to reading this book from that episode two years back. But it was good nonetheless. My attention was in it the whole time i wasn't you know looking around i was glued to it and it just had that ducktails feeling and i wish they would have put donald in more ducktails
0: you know i don't mean to interrupt you but can we take a moment to address that these merpeople people are fish human duck hybrids <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're like so man bear peg further across the improbability scale <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Were they mallard people with fishtails? Yes.
1: Yes, they definitely are.
0: That's, that's, that's alarming. We're crossing too many streams. We're going to get into this Rick and Morty Cronenberg situation. <laughs> yes. Where yes. yes. One
1: These important thing I forgot people? to m- mention about this comic, too, is that it wrapped up like many of the other DuckTales do, where Huey, Dewey, and Louie use their toys or somehow inadvertently come in and save the day, you know, mm. when Uncle Scrooge and Donald have gone and screwed everything up. So... Anyway, a lot of fun that was. And look out for DuckTales, the new series coming out. I'm I'm remaining optimistic. But <laughs> I was not like Inspector Gadget. See another example. Yep. Yeah. Another example. Don't try to fix if it's not broken. Would you go remaking Coca Cola? No, they did. They it didn't didn't work. The theme song. Oh yeah, you're right. Bad example. Okay. Well, it supports um, your point. Spam? Would you go for change changing spam? I don't know if spam should. Hopefully, be <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I can think that's been a constant in my life since as long as I remember. Of spam. Okay. Anyway, Walt Disney, Uncle Scrooge from 1967. Alright, well, with the comic dump bin behind us, let's just turn our full attention over to Bo Dan and Roberto and talk about Souls Eternal. Thanks again for being with us, guys. It's our pleasure. And thanks for sending us this beefy book. I was surprised. I was like, man, this is a lot of good reading here. Uh, so Thank you very much. No, thank you. It's a gorgeous book. I uh, love what you guys are doing here. But before we... Sp- I don't know. I hate telling the listeners about the comics because I don't like you know divulging too much details uh, than I should be. So... Go ahead and tell the listeners about Souls Eternal.
3: Souls Eternal is about a group of friends that move to Japan with their families. They're sort of like exchange students living there while their parents work. And something terrible happens. They encounter this dark, uh, malevolent force, and it takes someone that they love from them. But after this horrific event, they realize they've been left with power, and now they use that power to fight the darkness that took their friend and sort of unlock the mystery of this town in Japan that they live in and all this weird supernatural stuff that's happening.
1: And what a fun freaking book this was. I got a comment on the action. I mean, you typically get action sequences in comic books, but this was intense. I mean, to the point where I was almost like, this almost needs to be... A video game, or this needs to be on Toonami with me, like on the edge of my couch, like more, more, more. You know, the the word
0: kinetic comes to mind. Yeah, everything's very there's, there's motion, and it it's it's some comics you see they're so static even when something action should be happening, you yeah. know, but you get a good sense of the direction things are moving, the way individuals are moving within a fight, you know, it's...
1: Yeah, you're not falling into speed bumps or, you know, <laughs> yeah.
0: or potholes or anything like that. Doesn't have it's that just... speed racer effect. <laughs> right. Battle's not constricted to one
2: page.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah seriously. Seriously. exactly.
0: A lot of pages, a lot of stuff Cool, happening. I'll spend 20 minutes straining my eyes trying to figure <laughs> out what's happening.
1: And just some of the, like, the action sequences that are drawn in this book, um... I just kept thinking of like a kind of a soul caliber game. Oh, like where this this story <laughs> is told through the arc you know, like a soul caliber kind yeah, of game. Yeah. How much fun that would be. There was I hope Soul I Caliber
3: didn't... was the best, man. I oh yeah, what game. a
1: great game. Yeah. But there's uh, toward the back of this book there's a move where this girl takes a sword and she just lops this dude's head off and he... <laughs> yeah. You can like see it falling in midair and see the hole, and I'm just like, man, that's so freaking cool! Like the 90s kid in me that got off of Mortal Kombat's yeah, coming to life block. again.
2: <laughs> There's the comment when she's running with the other guy that he's, he's she's like, well, You're faster than me, you don't have to carry around this big ass yeah, sword.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us about the inspiration behind this comic.
3: The, well, the, the publisher, uh, hashtag comics. Wanted a book that would appeal to people that love like anime and manga, video games, people that grew up loving that stuff. And Rob and I definitely are adults that are that. You know, we still love anime and manga, we still play video games. Um, And Rob, you know, came to me and said, Look, we've got this project and ended up being a good fit, as you can see, you know, by the first book. But Right. um, right now we're doing. Three graphic novels each are 54 pages. Yeah, besides that, like the, you know, without Rob, I would just be like a really shitty novelist. Like, (laughs) I'm so grateful, you know, Rob brought this project, you know, and asked me to be a part of it with him. But like just what he's done with the art. And I think we can say this. We've just wrapped up the art for the second book. Very cool. And it's it's tremendous, man. The job Rob has done. Like, I've worked with Rob for a while. He's done some other work, some other books that I do, and I've never seen him at this height of his skill. All right, Rob, now you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what was the question again?
1: <laughs> Just
4: uh, inspira- the, uh,
1: the inspirations behind the book and whatnot.
4: All the inspirations, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely, I mean, I grew up, uh, Mortal Kombat, Soul Calibur, Virtua Fighter, uh, d- just about every fighting game that was popular in the arcades, because, you know, I grew up going to arcades to play them and being like an arcade hero. And then they <laughs> brought the, the games to, like, the, the Super Nintendo, right? So yeah. Super Nintendo got them. And then, you know, so, I mean, I love that stuff. And... And uh, anime definitely huge influence. I mean, I love I love anime. I love video games. I I love cartoons too, just regular cartoons. You know, so when I when I when when the publisher, when the owner of the publishing company uh, uh, drew drew Crowder came to me, he was like, "Listen, this this was a book about this before, but I kind of want what Bodan said. You know, I want something more 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 actiony with like." anime involved or like an anime type style or manga type style. I said, cool. Yeah, I think I could do that. Let me, let me, you know, I said, do you have a writer? He's like, no, you need to find one. So I said, okay. (laughs) So, so for about, for about three or four days, I was like, who am I going to get to write this? Because I want to work on this. And Boner and I had been working, like he said, we've been working on one of his own books and stuff like that. And, and I said, man, I really like the way he writes you know cuz i've done other stuff for him and i said i really like the way he writes and i think we would work well together so i approached him i said what do you think about this kind of project especially given that at the time he and i were basically buying and downloading games from the nintendo online store through cool. our right. DS. like like crack addicts and we were like <laughs> okay so so i said let's let's do this and we started working on it it's been great since it's been great since the first book i was still getting my legs down under me you know i was i was I was getting to know the characters really well uh, by the second book, especially I don't know what happened, it just, it just all clicked and... You hate your stride, you know man you really is. yeah, Yeah, yeah um, so if you thought the first book had a lot of action, it was kinetic. The second book yeah, second book we go all out <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wow, I gotta see second what all out, out all is out. in yeah. your guys' universe <laughs> I really do
3: And in, uh, in terms of inspiration like, we talked about video games you, you guys gamers at all?
1: Oh yeah oh, Yeah, 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 yeah
3: um video games like uh persona uh fire oh, emblem um yeah. god i had another one it's just totally well soul caliber is yeah, definitely sure, yeah. but um yeah and when we've had the book of conventions the quick explanation i tell people is imagine if like harry potter and power rangers had a love child like there said, you, go. Know, yeah. you know? there you go
1: two yeah. great tastes yes. That oh, that great. Great. There, there it is. is. See, I oh, fit it yes. in there. So you got it. Thank you. you got it. There you go. T-shirt's oh. forthcoming. It's like the Pee Wee Herman uh, magic word of the day. Yeah. It it is like is the is screams are hair. Everyone just loses their, eye, their shit. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's awesome to hear you uh, guys say that. You were requested of, like, a manga feel, something that pulls the video game vibe in. That's exactly what we got, and it's awesome to... What am I trying to say? See when artists achieve the feel they're going for—to to
0: have that very clear vision and yeah. produce something that matches. Portray that vision. it, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, in a, in a uh, good light. Yeah, crazy absolutely. manga that
2: expressions. Yeah. that show up out of nowhere.
1: <laughs> One yeah, thing I mean. uh, I love, and I you know I've obviously we've all seen it before, but um, I love it in this book especially. Are like with the stress, like veins in someone's head when they <laughs> get that pissed oh, off yeah. look, the little plus. Thing. I, I just love that. I love that, and. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I just like that. Okay? I love that, I love is that not enough for you? Come on. <laughs> How the Get off is... my back here. man says he likes it. How we the mind. rabbit takes part of uh, casting the spells. Oh, He's, like, yeah.
2: part of the power behind it. Yeah, and um, my rabbit does the same thing. It's not thing. It's
3: very. <laughs> we need to have place. another discussion if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Speaking of that, that part also made me think. Uh, you know, not only a video game level, but even like a card kind of fighting game, kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh. Kind mm, of yeah, you yeah. know, it could oh, probably yeah. work on that medium yeah. as well. I mean, you've got a you've got a good piece of uh, real estate here. Yeah, Developed. thank you
3: very much, gentlemen. I appreciate it.
1: So, how far do you see this series going?
3: Right now, we have uh, three books scheduled, and um, you know, after that, we'll just have, we'll have to wait and see. You know, Rob and I right now are doing a big push, trying to get the book out there in as many hands as possible, and you know, we got to see what the response is, and I see. hopefully, so. And well, I mean, so far, people have done it. You know, a lot of for people sure. are having the same response you guys have had, which I am super grateful for,
4: obviously. And, so, so the-, the first three books. The first three books wrap up. They're, they're like a fully self-contained story. Of oh, sure. yeah, like, absolutely. We're not yeah. going to leave you guys hanging. You're not going yeah. like, to oh, Okay, that's no.
1: what I was curious about. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Awesome.
3: The The next two books are called, It's called, well, the series Souls Eternal, but the next two books are called The Children's War, Part 1 and 2.
1: Yep. The Children's mm. War. That's a cool title. Yeah, I want to see that. Thank you for- very cool. Well, you guys are going to have to stay in touch with us and uh, keep us in the loop on this, and maybe we can get you back on when uh, Issue 2 is about ready to launch. Uh, do you guys Absolutely. get out to conventions often with this project?
3: We, we do. Um, I was just at Tampa Bay Comic Con with um, another artist that I work with, uh, Jeremy Katanic. We were promoting some other stuff, but I had Souls Eternal there. Before that, we had it at Megacon, and um, the next show we'll be at with copies of Souls is uh, PalmCon down in West Palm Beach.
1: Oh, man, you guys. I wish I was in West Palm Beach. Wow. I mean, Palm Con sounds
0: nice, but have you seen a space con in downtown Columbus? Oh, man. Talk about luck.
1: Unseasonable that. snow. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a real shit show. <laughs> no, it was fun. Everybody. The con itself it. was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the, the weather, was the, weather the snow that came out of <laughs> nowhere. Just, in April. Yeah
0: tormented everybody it was Um, grim how many crashes did we see on the way down this is
1: no joke we witnessed five car accidents in within like a what should have been a 15 minute drive
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah. after which crash did you guys consider maybe we should go home well, we'd reach the point of no return by then. Yeah.
1: Okay. We're die hard, man. We don't mess around. We've got to get these good comics war. sold, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Ride or die, I
3: like it. <laughs> no
1: compromise. So, so for the uh, people at home that want to read issue one, where uh, can they get it?
3: Um, your comic book stores. You know, if they don't carry it, they can certainly order it. The book is being distributed through Diamond. Um, Rob, you don't have that number thing that they gave us handy do you. Oh, because I, ah. I definitely do not. Uh, but I'm if you not go not in your not. comic book shops and they don't have it, and if they just you say, hey, I want Souls Eternal book one, hashtag comics, they can definitely order it for them. Okay, awesome. Now, what about, yeah. like, do uh, you guys have I'm a web?
4: That pill, they can get in contact with us. <laughs> oh, yeah, contact
3: us if they can't find it, and we will make sure we hook people up if they want to get their hands on it.
1: Okay, and what, what about, like, do uh, you guys have an online domain?
3: um hashtag comics our publisher i know sells the books digitally and physically through their site i I haven't checked it in a while do they have it up on the site yet rob i'm checking it out um and i do know it's been announced it will be on comiXology if people want to follow us online we'll definitely and follow hashtag comics online it'll definitely be announcing when you can download it via comiXology too
1: Awesome. Kept well Ooh. in the loop there. That sounds awesome. Now, what about on, like, uh, Twitter, Instagram? You guys on those fronts at all?
4: Um, I'm Rob Torres, P.S., P.S. and Patty, S. and Sam on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, nice. On Facebook, um, I'm part of Rob Torres. So that's how you find me. Cool. And I post all the time.
3: For, for me? Yep. The, uh, the best way people can follow me is on Instagram and on Twitter, which is B. And then my last name, brace yourselves, it's N-E-S-W-I-A-C-H-E-N-Y, B-N-E-S-W-I-A-C-H-E-N-Y. On Instagram and on Twitter, maybe I should change that one of these days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Very cool. Well, we'll help push it out there for you, get it more people. Much obliged. Thing. Um, what about hashtag comics? Do they have a uh a Twitter
3: handle or anything? They do. I will leave that to Rob because I'm not sure what that is off the top of
4: my head. It's at hashtag comics.
3: Oh,
0: at easy so enough. Is, is that the word hashtag or the hashtag?
4: No, it's the word hashtag. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I think I right, so. that. <laughs>
0: This is going to be fun because under the tweets I'm going to put hashtag comics and then hashtag hashtag comics. Oh,
1: look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy here. I like this go. guy here. Well, different many, uh, many different avenues for the listeners to check you guys out. And again, Absolutely. we're going to have stuff on our website uh, pushing the listeners. Excuse me, pushing listeners your way. I think I had a mini stroke there. Uh, it happens. Yeah, it does. Just ignore. At least it, <laughs> it seems like it cleared up. Yeah, yeah I think we're back. We don't. No need to call the doctor. <laughs> Push it on through. Yeah, we're good. We're good. But yeah, uh, again, sorry about that. I Got off track as we do here at Candare. But yeah, we'll put that information on the website and get it in. To- to the cool. uh, eyes and hands of our listeners, all right?
3: Guys, cool. thank you again so much for having us on, and I'm really glad you liked the book.
1: Oh, we loved it, and thanks for sending uh, sending it to us, and thanks for being our guest tonight.
3: It's our pleasure,
2: friends. Jack, what do we have on the yeah. website? Go to candarepodcast.com, where you can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, visit the Hall of Heroes to see the Wall of Justice, check out some of the videos from our YouTube page, and if you want to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts Page. And I
1: will say, I if you're going. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a strokey night here. Yeah. <laughs> for people who are uh, submitting to be on the show, I will say, if you're wanting to promote a Kickstarter that's coming up, be sure to get with us in advance. Our slots have been uh, filled. We're like two months out right now. And we've had some requests for people wanting to do Kickstarters, but we can't get them in on time. So if you have that coming, get with us ahead of time and we'll make sure that happens for you. Uh, don't forget to find us on Twitter at cannedairpod, and on Instagram at Can underscore air. And one thing I wanted to touch on before we uh, close for the day, Jake, you're going to be off the next few weeks here, That's aren't you? That's right. 22nd through the 28th, I will be in fabulous Reno, Nevada. Oh, look at you. will be two shows? What's that? That'll be two shows he will be gone?
0: Two shows, yeah. I think, like, exactly. I'll be flying out during one, just getting home after the other. So.
1: <laughs> look at this guy, going out to spread the spread the uh, out, air we'll Go road. get it. I mean, what can I say? I mean, what can I say? But you're going to be on another uh, another podcast. Right? I
0: will. Yeah, I will be on the Credit Cookies podcast by Mr. Jordan Wines and friends of Reno, Nevada. Be sure to shout out to our friends here at Candair Plug Central. Please do. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. We can plug back and forth. That sounded very sexual.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I will not
1: be plugging back
0: and forth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what what do uh, credit cookies? What do they what do they do? Are they like uh, just an audio front? Video? Movies movies movies.
0: Yeah, audio. Um, very okay. much our format. Uh, fewer guests. I think more more them they've got kind of a round table thing going so awesome yeah. i can't wait to oh, it's hear it's gonna them. be a lot of fun yeah. i'm excited maybe we can cross pod with them sometime that'd be cool sound sexual too right yeah huh? no cross potting bugging <laughs> in and out you guys are losing <laughs> me <laughs>
1: all right well i think that's going to do it for this week so until next time i am jeremy collie i'm jack doherty
0: and i am jake
3: runyon uh i am uh bodan neswichenny and i'm rob Torres
1: thanks for listening everyone <laughs>
3: together me <laughs> Joey,
1: why don't you come over here and spray paint your name on the wall? But I don't wanna. What are you, chicken? Hold on there, boys. Whoa, it's Flint.
2: Instead of writing your name, write candairpodcast.com and help spread the word. Well, that's a great idea. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.
3: G.I. Joe!
0: That's not going to change my schedule. Any enemy? Any? <laughs> Let me. Can we cut that out in edit?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm that's not like going to change my idea. schedule. any
2: You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Califato, and I'm the creator of Seven Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together we're going to try to make sense of the world all through the art of storytelling and all in approximately seven
0: minutes.